Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Karen Cam Radio Show. The intention of the show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you don't have a copy of my book, you can get the first six chapters free on my website as a download at www.karencan.com. And you'll also be enrolled into my Fast Track Your Healing classes. There's five of them free for you that you can access at any time. And uh, come check them out and you know check us out on Facebook as well. I'm very, very active on Facebook. <laughs> and if you're calling in live, you can ask a question live today as well. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Again, 818-514-1190. Hit the number one, so we know that your hand is up, and we'll be opening up questions later. And just so you know, uh, we if you are calling from a line um, that is restricted, you'll have to unrestrict it uh, because we won't unmute you unless we know your phone number or, or have your phone number. Uh, and uh, for those of you that are overseas, uh, we're, we're actually going to use the chat today. Um, so I'm going to be turning on the chat function a little later. So if you have a question for Dr. Dennis, myself, um, then you can put it right in the chat. And today is the first Monday of the month, so I'm very pleased to have Dr. Dennis Loebstein with us again. We're going to be talking about addictions and cravings and how we can use the LifeWave products to help with that. So this is the Ask the Doctors monthly radio show, and I'm very excited to, today because there's a lot of stuff around Uh, releasing addictions and letting go of our addictions in order for us to ascend to spiritually get to a better place uh, for all of us um, to really not just heal ourselves but heal the world as well. So there's so many different types of addictions and cravings, but they all kind of have similar physiologies or even spiritual issues underneath. So I'm really excited to talk to Dr. Dennis about that. So, of course, he usually has a great story for us, so I'm looking forward to that. So welcome to the show, Dr. Dennis. Oh, thanks, Dr. Karen. I'm very pleased to be here, and I feel chatty today, so I can go on with the story. Okay, good. (laughs) So uh, I used to have a gardener who had a cocaine addiction, and he was out back watering the the plants and the flowers and so on in the backyard, and I noticed he was shaking like crazy. And so I offered to put patches on him, and I put an SP6 patch on his left stop addiction point or stop smoking point, as it's called in Chinese medicine, uh, known as Tianwei, uh, which is actually a point that I introduced to LifeWaves uh, years ago. And uh, his uh, shaking calmed down and his mental clarity improved and he felt much better, like within a few seconds. Wow, that's amazing. And just you yeah, use that one patch? Yeah, and since then I've improved the combination because I also use an Eon patch on the right Tianwei. So I've got an SP6 patch on the left and an Eon patch on the right. So in addition to having the frequency set going into that point, we've got a, um, 
a potential difference or an electrical current going from point to point, which increases the chi flow. So that improves the performance of the point, and it works really well. Right. I think that um, I remember from our trainings that we talked about this point, and, you know, we found a little picture on online. I think, we've, I think we ended up posting that, or Dr. Quayla helped us post that uh, on, on the page. So can you um, maybe tell people what, where exactly is this stop addiction point that you're talking about? Okay, well, it's really easy to find it because if you put the, if you um, if you look right below your thumb, on the uh, the thumb side or the radial side of the arm, and you bend your wrist or cock your thumb towards your face, you'll see a little wrist crease. And mm-hmm. if you put the edge of the patch right in that wrist crease, then the center of the patch usually will fall right over the Chan Wei point that I'm talking about. And technically, that point is halfway between large intestine 5, which is in the anatomical snuff box and the the triangular shape made by the tendons of the thumb when you cock it back like that or hyperextend it. And uh, lung 7, which you find by pointing your other thumb down and your index finger you point across the radius and the tip of that finger points right to lung seven. So there you have large intestine five and lung seven and you go halfway between them and you've got Tian Wei. Mm, interesting. So the the edge now so this is sort of like if so everyone listening, if you if you like are pretending you're shaking hands with someone so your thumb is going upwards and your you know the pinky side is downwards that's what dr dennis is talking about so you're you're like in the shaking hands position and then you bend your thumb back you see that little wrist or bend your wrist uh, upwards you'll see that little crease there and that's where you put the edge of the patch and so if you smooth it down your arm then the center of the patch is pretty much right over that point that's exactly how how i normally tell people to to find it so i know this is radio and people can't see us but <laughs> people always think, can you guys go a little slower and just, you know, tell us where these points are. So that's great, Dr. Dennis. Thank you. What else You're can welcome. you tell us about this? Well, I, I suspect that for a long time that the SP6 patch, because it's designed to curb craving, is involved somehow with the satisfaction reward system in the brain, and that means that it influences the endorphin system. And uh, I did a lot of research. In fact, my doctoral research at Purdue University involved looking at how exercise affects endorphins and how that's related to emotional stability. So while I was doing um, literature searches and research into how endorphins might be affected by exercise stress, I also found a lot of information about how and everybody knows this today, but back then hardly anybody knew about it, that endorphins were related to other forms of stress too, including food stress like eating too much or not eating enough, and also uh, besides exercise stress, also uh, alcohol addiction and drug addiction and smoking addiction. 
And of course, mm. uh, smoking is a drug too, but it's usually classified separately from other drugs in, right. in search. So I, I found, since I, I was hypothesizing first, I hypothesized that the exercise would increase the endorphins and the, an acute thought of exercise because it's a stress does because endorphins transiently increase when there's an acute stress. But then to my surprise, I found that it's a long-term adaptation to exercise, the endorphin levels decreased. Hmm. And that that was very surprising to me. So I went back to the literature and I looked and I found that alcohol addicts and drug addicts also have a long-term decrease in their circulating endorphins when they have an addiction. Hmm. So that suggested to me that endorphins' adaptation to being lower was some kind of uh, change to long-term exercise stress. Well, they say that a lot of people, you know, I have some people that are uh, have adrenal fatigue and they're literally addicted to exercise even though they're kind of overdoing. But what happens is they feel their mood is down and if they don't exercise, they feel horrible. So they have to like exercise or run for 60 minutes or whatever just to feel like normal. Like they can't right. produce those neurotransmitters on their own without the exercise. And you think, well, we always say exercise is good, exercise is good, but I guess, you know, in this case, it's a uh, you know compensatory mechanism. They're compensating for not being able to make those neurotransmitters and hormones. So I think that's pretty interesting. And it falls into the purview of being classified as a withdrawal to exercise, not getting enough. And our limbic brain is saturated with opiate receptors. And so we have endogenous opioid uh, neurotransmitters and hormones that actually stimulate our neurotransmitters. And that's why heroin is so potent and and other uh, opiate alkaloids from the opiate poppy. Papavirus omniferum. So those opiate alkaloids have a um, a shape or physical structure that actually mimics our endogenous opiates or or the uh, the ends the ones of the we make peptides. Ourselves. Right, the ones we make ourselves in our brains and and release as hormones. They have a special uh, set or sequence of amino acids. And um, that that ending set of amino acids, when the peptide is folded a certain way, has the same kind of structure as the the um, opiate alkaloids in heroin and morphine and cocaine. So we actually make our own, and we feel great when we release it endogenously with practices like meditation. And uh, with with exercise, it's healthy, but exercise, when it's overdosed, can turn into a form of addiction. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like uh, you were describing that we're not getting enough. And so when we feel like we're not getting enough of something, that's uh, a, an earmark or a red flag that there's an addiction. Well, in the, Dr. Dennis, I you know, in my recent... Um, 
radio show with uh, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, who's done a lot of work in you know brain and cravings, and, and she was on crack cocaine as a teenager and was very heavy, and then got food addictions after she got off the the harmful, so-called harmful uh, drug addictions. And uh, she was talking about how our dopamine levels uh, in addiction tend to be low in those people with those kind of addictive brains, and that mm-hmm. the dopamine receptors, once you get that hit of food, pizza, whatever it is. Um, then the dopamine receptors are abnormally small in number, so they downregulate. And so dopamine is some sort of neurotransmitter, not really considered a hormone. So just curious how, and, and that, and dopamine is considered, uh, you know, just that, that, you know, cravings. You know, it has to do with cravings. So how is right. it that we can use some of the LifeWay products to help that when it's more sort of hormonally? Uh, balancing, or maybe it's neurotransmitters too. Oh yeah, that's an excellent question, and um, I'll get to that in a minute. But first, I want to mention that dopamine neurons in the brain, especially in the uh, ventromedial nucleus of the hypothalamus, which is a satisfaction center, are saturated with opiate receptors, like uh, for mm-hmm. receptors for the neurotransmitter enkephalin, which is our um, endorphinergic-like neurotransmitter. It's a very short peptide. It has a few amino acids that, that I said earlier, mimic the opiate alkaloids, or vice versa, actually. So the, the ventromedial nucleus, then through the uh, influence of enkephalin, uh, when we feel satisfied and those neurons are, are feeling that... Um, say we have enough food in our body, send a signal to the lateral hypothalamus, which is a hyperphagic center, meaning it uh, stimulates uh, eating or overeating or eating a lot until it's told by the uh, signal coming from ventral ventromedial nucleus that stop eating, we're getting enough food here, we're satisfied, no more chewing. Hmm. So those can be influenced by hormones as well, not just the local endogenous neurotransmitter like enkephalin, but uh, endorphins circulating in the blood can get in there and work as hormones to do the same thing. So those hormones, I believe, can be influenced by the SP6 patch. And I believe that because I've had lots of women in our clinic that are going through hot flashes and we know hot flashes are the result of hormone imbalance, especially when they're unusually heavy duty and unreal. And when I put an an SP6 patch on their left spleen six point, within a few seconds, the hot flashes go down like 80%. That's awesome. Yep, and then if I follow that up with an eon patch on the right Sanjiao or triple burner 17 behind the right ear, it's almost 100% stop of the hot flashes. So anyway, that pattern leads me to believe that there are hormones involved that can be influenced by both the SP6 patch and the eon patch. And also by those two points, the SP6 point 
and the triple burner 17 point. Now, we know in Chinese medicine that triple burner 17 is right behind the ear, and a patch there can influence all of the acupuncture points on the back of the earlobe. And those points on the back of the earlobe, those acupuncture points, are known to influence and balance and regulate the in, the um, endocrine hormones. Mm-hmm. So all all those things indicate to me the endocrine hormones are involved. Okay. Well, very very cool. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so uh, is this SP6-Eon combination effective for uh, addictions of all different types or better for certain ones than others, like better for smoking? Is it better for eating versus smoking versus, you know, whatever, in your experience? Yeah. Well, in classical Chinese medicine, it's good for smoking. Stop addiction point or stop smoking point, it's called, the Tianwei. Mm. But... Uh, superimposing the satisfaction reward theory that we're not feeling satisfied until we get that boost in endorphins, especially if we have an addiction. So the endorphins are lower uh, when we're, we're not having what caused the addiction, like the drug or the cigarette smoke or the, the food to make us feel satisfied. Then putting the SP6 patch on, say, the left stop smoking or stop addiction point will boost the endorphins and help us feel satisfied and then we don't have the craving anymore for the food or the the drug or the cigarette smoke and i've tried this on uh, a lot of smokers too and they they you know the kind of people say oh i can i can quit smoking anytime i want and they go right after that to smoke five cigarettes you know that night and so okay. um I, but the the um stimulate the stop addiction point with the s p six patch on the left, and I ask him, "Well, how was your smoking last night? Oh, I only needed one cigarette, you know when they norm- mm-hmm. normally need five mhm, so I know it's having an effect and is that uh that experience before you started using the eon as well? Yeah, that's right. That was before we even had the eon patch. Right. That's when we had well, that pizza. Yeah, it seems to me the withdrawal from is is can be really intense for these folks. Yeah. So yeah, so they can get. So maybe you can just kind of summarize kind of like what symptoms people get with the withdrawal and why the combination of SP6 complete and eon would be helpful for those symptoms. Okay, well, let, let's look at the terms addiction, tolerance, and withdrawal. So addiction is the need to have uh, an increase in in whatever is pre- preventing withdrawal. And withdrawal is a state where you get a pattern of symptoms that have the opposite of whatever substance it is that's creating the addiction. And the tolerance is a need for more and more of it to get the same effect. So let's say you have an exercise addiction and you build up a tolerance to the exercise stress. You need more and more of it to get the same high or effect. 
And so then you, you identify that pattern as an exercise addiction. And you can apply that to the other addictions as well. So say you're addicted to um, to food and a certain kind of food makes you satisfied or makes you feel high and you just need to keep eating. Maybe it's because of anxiety or um, you're going through this pattern. When you don't eat, you have a withdrawal, like super heavy-duty uh, withdrawal, which is the opposite of what you feel when you're satisfied. And so you you need a higher and higher dose of the food in order to feel satisfied. So you can curb that craving with the SP6 patch. And that helps you feel satisfied so you don't need to eat as much food. Okay. And how does the Eon work then? Well, the the Eon has a broad spectrum of influences, and uh, that that includes on on some hormones, and and the hormones I'm thinking about at the moment are the uh, corticosteroids. Now, the uh, the glucocorticosteroid system, which releases corticosteroids from the adrenal cortex, which is a stress response. And what those corticosteroids do is shift the system to being ready for stress so that the heart rate increases, blood pressure goes up, our fatty acid catabolism increases, so we're breaking down more fat to make uh, ATP for energy, for muscular work, and for heat. And uh, the side effect of the corticosteroids in, in that pattern is that they suppress white blood cell activity and immunity. Mm. Well, those corticosteroids, as you know, are, are stimulated by the ACTH, which is adrenocorticotropic hormone that comes from the anterior pituitary. And that particular peptide hormone comes from the same pro-opiomelanocortin peptide, the same mother peptide as the endorphins. So when we're stressed, we're releasing both ACTH and endorphin peptides, hormones, into the blood at the same time. Ah, okay, okay. It's bringing me back to med school. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I was kind of bored with endocrinology, actually. I kept falling asleep. <laughs> actually, at the time I was doing research on all this, we didn't know about the endorphins coming out with the ACTH. I was yeah, looking that's at news to me the too. research. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty interesting. And I think that you know, a lot of people feel, if, you, if, I, if I'm looking at someone who is uh, getting off uh, cigarettes, um, they are kind of anxious and angry and irritable and basically demonstrating a pretty severe stress response. So when we yep. have the Eon on board, then that seems to kind of calm that down. Um, now, right. would you ever use the Eon in a different position rather than the stop addiction point on the right? If you're using the SP6 complete on the left stop addiction point, do you ever use the Eon on the head or some other point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of different places. In fact, I would rotate them and not just use the Tian waypoint all the time, 
because when you use patches on the same point all the time, the points tend to habituate or get used to the signal. And so you want to not use it more than a few days at a time and rotate them around so the point doesn't get um, resistant to the signal. Ah, okay. So what what's the alternative for the SP6 uh, if you're not using the 10-way point, the stop addiction point? Well, uh, the top of the head is a good one for uh, the Eon patch. And uh, if you're just using the Eon patch by itself, let's say the the uh, by-way point or GV20 on the top of the head uh, where uh, Yang Chi comes into the body is a really good point, especially if there is depression going on because when one's depressed in Chinese medicine, uh, one feels heavy with a lot of yin and the yang is being pulled down and being anchored too much by the yin and the lower parts of the body. So simulation of that point will pull the yang up and relieve the depression. Okay. But we have a lot of people who are more angry or irritable when they're withdrawing. Right. Okay. So for irritability and anger, uh, anger is an emotion of the wood. So I would use liver and gallbladder points. And when one is angry, we usually find that it's caused by a liver chi stagnation or a buildup of too much chi that's not flowing uh, from the liver, which is in five element medicine, the mother to the heart or wood, which is mother to fire. So the wood's not feeding the fire, and there is a buildup of the chi in the in the wood instead of the the energy moving on to the fire. And so in that case, one can relieve the liver chi stagnation by patching liver three. Mm-hmm. So um, the eon patch can go on on right liver three, and there can be a a negative patch like the SP6 patch on left liver three. And in the case where I put a negative patch on left liver three, like the SP6 patch or the TAN ice wave patch or the TAN energy enhancer patch, I'll usually use a gallbladder point on the right so I have a yin-yang combination or yin-yang pair in the wood and a good one for that is usually gallbladder 41. So I use um, SP6 on left liver 3 and the E on patch and right gallbladder 41. So I have a yin-yang pair in wood, liver-gallbladder combination. And that will relieve the stagnation and the irritability and liver-gallbladder combinations also known in Chinese medicine to relieve uh, addiction to opiates. Really? Yep. That's interesting. I did not know that. Oh. Wow. Well, yeah, I guess I could use that for the, the old centuries ago opium addictions. <laughs> yes. They probably used that in the ancient past because there was a lot of opium oh, addicts uh, in China. Oh. Opium has, opium has been used way back when for thousands of years and is recognized in Chinese medicine actually as being an herb. Mm. It's just yeah. not talked about much in the U.S. because uh, uh, the, the uh, opiate alkaloids are classified 
as uh, not recognized as safe and so-called illegal. But usually drugs that are illegal like that have some kind of medicinal uh, benefit if you look at the history of them. And that includes both the opiate poppy and uh, marijuana or cannabis. Mm -hmm. They both have really powerful medical benefits. And that's why they're illegal, because the pharmaceutical industry paid off the legislatures to make them illegal so they can make money off selling less effective drugs. <laughs> wow. That's my so, <laughs> so before we uh, we summarize what you've talked about so far, um, and by the way, if you're just listening in and you have a question, uh, please uh, write it out in the chat if you're online, or uh, you can call in the guest call in number 818-514-1190, again, 818-514-1190, and just hit 1 so we know that uh, you have your hand up. Um, so, so, so one of my questions, Dr. Dennis, was about the detox effect. So I'm sometimes people worry about here's someone who's been smoking for a while uh, or have been on some sort of drug, wants to use patches on them. Won't they detox and be uncomfortable? Yes. Usually if you're addicted to a substance, you'll have that substance and it's metabolized, accumulated in your tissue, mostly in your fat cells and also collecting in the synapses of your neurons. And uh, when you detox, like use our LifeWave patches, you're going to have a detox reaction that's going to pull those stored toxins out of the body, and temporarily they'll be circulating, and you'll feel their effects uh, because they've been pulled out of storage. But while you're feeling their effects, you're getting rid of them or excreting them as well. And so, it in order to sound deal like with, you've had a lot of problems with uh, with symptoms like that, it seems like the from your experience that just using the patches for the addiction symptoms, uh, even if they have some detox, seems to be minor compared to what we normally get with withdrawal if you just stop the drug. That's right. The the withdrawal symptoms or the detox reaction is temporary. It's transient and it's minor compared to the problem that you have with the addiction. Mm. So just to summarize for folks that are uh, on the line or just joining us, I'm with Dr. Dennis Loebstein, and today is Ask the Doctors on the LifeWave radio show, which is our first Monday of every month. And we're talking about using the LifeWave products, specifically some of the patches, to help with these addiction cravings. And uh, so to summarize, the, the two protocols, if you will, if you want to write these these down, is using SP6 Complete Patch on the left stop addiction point, which is on the wrist, and the Eon, YH Eon patch on the right stop addiction point, also, again, on the wrist, on the Tianwei point. And the other alternative uh, point, because you don't necessarily want to use this every day, you can use it a few times a week, um, the alternative protocol Dr. Dennis discussed was using liver 3 uh, on the left, uh, using SP6 there, and on the right, gallbladder 41. Now, these are on top of your feet, um, so that helps with the anger and irritability that so many people get when they're uh, withdrawing, you know, off off their uh, cigarettes or drug addictions, that kind of thing. Um, and then you could always use an Eon on top of your head, too, uh, as an alternative place for the Eon if you get kind of depressed, um, you know, when you're withdrawing. So that's the other good point, too. So, Dr. Dennis, maybe good you can just you. review for people. Well, thanks. Where liver three 
is on the foot and where gallbladder 41 is on the foot. Okay. Well, liver 3 is on the web of the between the big toe and the and the next toe of the foot. So, uh if you uh, pull your toes back towards your head, your tendons will stand out and you'll see a little V-shaped uh area or divot made with the tendons being contracted and pulled back. And you can run your finger up uh, from the uh, space between the big toe and the next toe up that web to where you can do it lightly and you'll feel your finger fall into a little quote-unquote hole or end its easy slide and that would be the point where liver three is. Now there's a point right before that called liver two and there's another little divot there and uh a lot of people mistake um liver two for liver three. Liver two's not a bad point because it relieves heat. So if right. you've got uh liver chi stagnation build up, uh it usually generates heat and you can release a lot of heat by stimulating liver two. But liver three is better for the the overall stagnation and the dispersal of the uh, the built-up chi in the liver, causing the irritability and anger. Okay, great. And gallbladder 41? So gallbladder 41 is on the side of the foot. And uh, again, if you contract your tendons back towards the head or dorsiflect your foot, in other words, you'll see the tendons stand out, especially those near the little toe, and if you run your finger between that last tendon from the little toe and the next tendon over, you run it gently up the side, uh, right at the end uh, where you're, you'll find gallbladder 41, it will easily jump over the top of that tendon to the little toe and hit the gallbladder 41 point very easily. And uh, where can people find pictures of this online? Of these oh, if you go to, uh, as you know, yinyonghouse.com and uh, go to the um, tab that says points and click on that, you'll get the, all the meridians. And then if you hover your mouse over the point of interest, you'll get a detailed description of the location of the point. Okay, great. Great advice. Uh, so one of the questions is, uh, how long is it going to take to use this protocol before someone is completely withdrawn or, or the off the or will stop having cravings if they're quitting, say, smoking? And and is it different for different things? Like, is it different for is it longer for smoking uh, or longer for food addiction versus marijuana versus other things? Like, how long do they have to do this protocol for uh, before they can stop or or slow down? Well, I noticed the effects right away of mitigation of the symptoms and the withdrawal, as I was describing earlier. But for complete uh, what you're describing, uh, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say cure, but um, mitigation. (laughs) Resolution, right. (laughs) Because term's a key word that red flags FDA to look. So... (laughs) resolution of the problem uh we we uh there's an individual variability it depends on how toxic they are and how their body responds to addiction and 
what kinds of antioxidants they have on board in their body and what kind of food they're eating that helps them deal with their metabolism and so on. Mm. So there, in other words, there's a lot of variability in the outcome. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So if someone is, uh, you know, um, a potato chip eater or something like that all the time and don't eat real food, then they might struggle or have a harder time than someone who's really trying to eat uh, whole foods, not packaged foods, or maybe, you know, trying to eat more organic foods versus conventional foods that have toxins in them. Uh, yeah. Theoretically, yeah, that person yeah. with with the junk food might might take longer to get better. Uh, although yeah, it sounds like, it, you know, what you're saying is it's immediate effect. It's just a matter of how long do you have to keep doing it. Yeah, they will feel it right away, and it will help them curb their craving. But uh, if they're prone to eating that kind of junk food that you're describing, they'll have a lot of oxidative stress going on in their body, and the markers for oxidative stress will go up. Uh, markers like uh, NDA, which is uh, Milan dialdehyde, and that results from too much lipid peroxidation. You'll have a lot of free radicals of of oxygen and hydrogen peroxide and hydroxide radicals and peroxynitrite radicals like O and OO, which is a symbol for the peroxynitrite radical. All those free radicals and 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 ox and oxides or chemicals that cause oxidative stress will be increased and have to be overcome in order to prevent and reverse tissue damage caused by that bad food that's creating the oxidative stress or anything for that matter that creates oxidative stress including chemotherapy and uh david actually mentioned during the Olivita kickoff just last weekend, and I was sitting in the front listening to him. He said, and and you said he also mentioned this during um, your radio show, uh, that there's a 17% decrease in oxidative stress markers and the ones that I just mentioned when, after two weeks of wearing the Olivita patch. So the That's Olivita patch can, can actually be a component or a partner that helps the SP6 patch and the Eon patch with the resolution of this pattern of addiction because it can lower the oxidative stress effects or oxidative stress markers within two weeks. And so that gives me the indication to use the Olivita patch as part of a triangle with the SP6 patch and the Eon patch. So let's say we're using the stop addiction point, Tian Wei, as we described earlier with the SP6 patch and the Eon on the left and the Eon patch on the right. I'd complete the triangle, say, with the Olivita patch on a GV20 on the top of the head. And that gives the Olivita patch easy access to influencing the pituitary. And we know from David's reports that the Olivita patch is increasing the pituitary peptide. You mean the pineal? Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean the pineal. Yeah, thanks for catching mm-hmm. me on that. Good. Yeah, I, I was talking about the pineal. Sorry. Uh, the epithalamin from the pineal. And the pineal influences the limbic brain and the hypothalamus and the pituitary. And so, in other words, 
you can influence the regulation of all the endocrine hormones, including those involved with addiction that are out of whack, if you use the Olivita patch to influence the pineal body. Oh, wow, that's so, great. And is that the best point, top of the head, for that purpose? Um, it's one of the best ones, but it's not the only one. And I don't have enough play with it in order to say whether it's best yet. Mm. I'm still playing around with it in my clinic to see. And no, uh, normally but, you wear uh, it at night, so you're talking about wearing it during the day when you have the other patches on, just for the addiction issues? Yes, or also at night. Can wear them all at night. Uh, I would also play with putting it on the third eye, yin tongue between the the eyebrows, on the glabella, the top of the nose. Uh, that's a good point for it because that's the third eye and that has direct neuronal connections to the pineal body, and that can influence epithalamin as well and regulate the other hormones or the whole endocrine system for that matter. And also the uh, jade pillow or GV16, which is right below the occipital protuberance or that little bump at the base of the skull on the back of the neck. So right below that is a good access point for the uh, pineal body as well. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I um so that's called jade pillow. Yes, I don't know all the Chinese medicine names for the for the points. That's great. Yeah, it actually yeah, is that's, a good... that's good to prevent uh you know some some uh sometimes uh, inf- you know if you feel like you're coming down with something like a cold symptoms or something like that, I find that that point's really helpful too in that little depression uh, underneath the bump in the middle of the back of the head. Right, right. And uh, you're thinking of a wind cold, and the wind is the key because it's also known as a great regulator of internal wind as well as as well as the external wind you're talking about. So internal wind is shaking. Shaking is a symptom oh. of withdrawal and addiction. And so when you've, you're stimulating GV16 or the jade pillow, you're influencing a calming of internal wind. Yeah, that's cool. Whether you're you're describing it in terms of Asian medical physiology, as I just did, or in terms of Western medical physiology, where you're getting a signal going to the pineal body, which is releasing epithalamin, which then goes to the limbic brain and influences the hypothalamus to regulate the endocrine system. So you can look at it either way. It's doing the same thing. Very cool. Yeah, a lot of people are wearing the Alavita at night because that's the original instructions uh, to use it at night. So you're saying that people can experiment with using these protocols either day or night depending on how their symptoms evolve and, and, and feel. Is that correct? Yes. And you know, if it keeps you, if it makes you lethargic and sleepy during the day, there's a slight chance if you're first using it, it could be a detox reaction, like you get with the uh, Eon Patch. The detox mm. reaction of the Eon Patch when you're first using it is to make you feel lethargic for two weeks. But then after the two weeks, when the toxins are cleared out in that system, when you put it on during the day, it gives you more mental clarity and more energy. Helps you feel more relaxed. And you have the absence of fatigue all day, just like with the energy enhancer patches, uh, without um, 
without feeling tired or without being wired. Mm, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think just to remind everyone, too, that um, you need to hydrate really well. So you want to drink lots of water, lots of pure water, and that does not include coffee. So if you're doing, <laughs> some people say uh, if you do a cup of coffee, which is, by, by the way, six ounces, not 24, uh, for every cup of coffee you need to drink an equivalent of 16 ounces of water to compensate which may or may not physiologically, you know, still make that much sense. It seems like you'd have to drink more. But anyway, um, the, you just really want to drink lots of pure water. And I, and I have to I, – I put out four water bottles minimum per day, and I fill them all with water, and I know i got to get through those four during the day. And if I want, you know, tea or something in, as a, in addition, that's great. But So I have to really discipline myself because I'm not much of a water drinker. I do because I know it's really important. And, boy, do I feel a huge right. – difference when I do that. Right, so just a reminder sure. to everybody, got to hydrate, hydrate well. I have a whole chapter of that uh, about hydration in my Guide to Healing Chronic Pain book. And in fact, sometimes people need some help, you know, in uh, in hydrating. And I know you're big on that too. Yes, for sure. And that's a really good point. And we got so bogged down with the patches themselves. Uh, I, I forgot to mention how efficacious and important it is, as you just did, to be hydrated, to to optimize the effects of the patches because the um, the patches have their signal ride through the acupuncture meridians, which are filled with liquid crystal water. And if you're dehydrated, that signal doesn't get to the cells effectively and the bioelectricity going to the cells is messed up. So it, it it's dehydration inhibits the signal. It doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. So you got to yeah, be. Yeah, like the hydrated. wiring isn't so good. That's right, and the best the best uh, way to be hydrated is to use properly structured water that is not only filtered to get toxins out of it, but also electrolyzed so that you have a high component of molecular hydrogen. And there are a lot of electrons in the water that way. So the water is charged, and it increases the electrons you have in your system and the molecular hydrogen in your system, which increases your bioelectricity alone even before you put the patches on. And then you put the patches on top of that. They work in synergy to get a stronger signal to the cells to make the cells work better. So what the molecular hydrogen is doing is uh, it's a really small molecule that very readily gets inside the cells, and it not only hydrates the cells, but it does it by neutralizing some of the free radicals like the uh, hydroxide radical that's inside the cells that's damaging tissue and related to dehydration and accumulation of toxins and oxidative stress the molecular hydrogen is getting inside the cell and turning some of the free radicals like the hydroxyl radical into water. And so that's a unique way of hydrating the insides of the cells. And then Lifehive also has a product too that helps with hydration. Can you speak a few words about that? Uh, The energy. Oh, the theta activate. The theta. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the the theta drinks do that because the theta activate has uh silica in it, which is silicon dioxide, and that microclusters the water and hydrates the cells better too. Uh 
And when you're hydrating the cells better with the theta activate, that helps the nutrients in the theta drinks to get into the cells and have a more effect, have a better effect. In, in fact, it increases their the efficacy of the nutrients threefold to have the theta activate in there. Wow. Like vitamin yeah, that's C, great. you don't only need to take a third as much vitamin C as you normally take to get it in the same effect uh, without the theta activate. Mm-hmm. And there, there's, there's side benefits to the silica. Silica is an important mineral to use in wood to reinforce the uh, tendons and the ligaments. And having fascia that has integrity in your body will wall off infections and also keep cancer cells from metastasizing or moving around. The cancer likes to eat up, eat through the connective fascia, and if it's weak because of, and one reason it it can be weak is because you don't have enough silica in your diet, then uh, cancer can spread and other infections can spread easier. Hmm. Yeah, interesting, interesting. A lot of people do notice that their, their nails and hair get better when they're using the theta nutrition on a regular basis, and that's from the silica. So that's reinforcing the energy of the wood, which is the liver that we talked about, and that will also have an effect on mitigating addiction symptoms because it's affecting the liver, the liver energy, Ah. not just just the liver organ, but the whole energy of the liver that's responsible for being the warrior and the protector uh, and especially the protector and regulator of, like you said, the hair and the nails, uh, the body hair and the nails. The head hair is regulated by kidney, but the tendons, ligaments, and the nails and the body hair are all under that influence. Mm. So the the silica in the theta activate would not help the head and hair? Oh, probably would, but in Chinese medical physiology, the head hair is under the regulation of the kidney. Okay, and right. So you got someone with low back pain, bad teeth, and no hair, then you kind of know they have kidney issues. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, low back and also knee pain. And, knee and pain and then that dark circles, dark circles under their eyes, right? That's right, that's right. <laughs> the thing well, that activates silica actually also will uh, get rid of um, heavy metals like aluminum. It'll chelate aluminum and move the aluminum out of the body and also increase bone density. Mm. So those are different effects we don't often talk about with the theta activate. Yeah, very, very cool. And I find, and I don't know whether this is going to be helpful for addictions at all, but in terms of um, even just kind of this mood thing that the the theta mind for some people is very calming. So, I mean, yes, they're sharper, but they're just calmer potentially. So that might be another. If it, you know, if somebody was you know really into this and and has you know is a distributor or you know has the product, uh, is working on addiction, that might be, um, and maybe it's a different one uh, from your experience, uh, but it might be a adjunct or something helpful on top of the patches for the addiction symptoms. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, I know when I take the theta mind, I'm sort of like, 
I'm so relaxed. <laughs> I just right. kind of zen. I kind of zen out, and I was like, "Oh gosh, I." Well, yeah. Well, for someone who's like totally like always like going, 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 and doing, doing, because I just love it so much. For me to kind of zen out, it's like kind of a different thing. So <laughs> uh, I don't always what, take what it when I when I don't feel like zenning out. So. <laughs> How about your mental clarity when you're on the state of mind? You know, my mental clarity is so awesome all the time. It is really rare that it's not. And when it is not, I know I'm reversed. So then I just check if I'm reversed. Uh, And, you know, sometimes I, you know, like harp and other scalar energies, like I can catch, I can tell, like, exactly when they were shot, uh, you know, where, what parts of the world it was affected because I'm that sensitive. Um, And then I just, you know, cancel out the vibration out of my body very simply uh, but yeah, I can definitely tell. Like, if if I'm not sharp, that means usually I'm reversed. You know, <laughs> so then I just energetically correct that, and it's usually okay. Uh, I, or I suppose if someone's really, if I'm really detoxing heavily, but I, I don't really do too much of that anymore. But yeah, so I, I haven't had to use the theta mind for the mental sharpness part. Um, people kind of laugh at me because they're like, oh, my God, we don't need you anymore, you know, because <laughs> I sort of go at like 2,000 miles a minute and people just can't catch up. So uh, that's not my particular issue. But I, like I said, if I want to zen out, you know, that's that's what I that's what I do. It's for fun. Right. And I, we, and I can't believe we don't have any questions here on the chat. I mean, either that or I don't know how to use it. But uh, a lot of people logged in, listening in, but not a lot of questions. So I don't know if you have anything else to add, Dr. Dennis, to our uh, great session today. Oh, yeah, I would suggest that in addition to the patch combinations that I mentioned, that it would be useful long-term to use a five-element rotation. And instead of using energy enhancer patches, which is a good thing to do anyway, you could use the SP6 patch and the Eon patch, yin-yang pair, on each element per day as you rotate around through the five elements to help maintain the mitigation of the uh, withdrawal and curbing the craving to the substance or the food. Oh, that's great. And I think just having the, that support there, if if people have some underlying emotional you know, issues, as everyone does, uh, with regards to the cravings and addictions and things like that, when your body's energetically uh, more supported, then you can actually deal, I find, with those emotions better than if you didn't have that support. Right. Yep. So uh, having that five-element rotation is like balancing the energy in all of your organ systems. And and by organ, I mean the energy of that organ in Chinese medicine, not just the physiology of it in Western medicine. But I'm talking about balancing the energy in all the organ systems with that five-element rotation. And that... As you as you noted, makes a lot of support. Oh yeah, fantastic! So for folks listening in, either uh, live or on the replay, uh, you can get your question answered if you'd like uh, on our LifeWave Radio Show. And if you have a question you want to ask us, you can actually go to mypatchtrainingteam.com forward slash LifeWave Radio page. So patchtrainingteam, all one word, dot com. Just click the, the little link at the top that says LifeWave Radio, and you can put a comment right in there. Or you can connect with Dr. Dennis 
uh, who's on Facebook and myself as well on Facebook. And I also have a Life uh, Path Training Team page. You can also post a question there as well for us to cover in the near future. That's probably the easiest way to get your questions covered. And a lot of times we've already answered the question, so check out the archive. So if you go to the patchtrainingteam.com forward slash LifeWave Radio, all one word, uh, they're all the shows that Dr. Dennis, uh, myself, uh, Dr. Steve Haltywanger, um, David Schmidt, uh, you know, all those calls are now archived right on that page. You can scroll down, look at the titles, and check out to see if your issue is covered. And if you can't find it, we definitely want to hear about it so we can uh, work on it for our upcoming show. So please let us know what you want. Right, Dr. Dennis? Left, Dr. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Dennis, and thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time, take care. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Always a pleasure, too. Bye, everybody.